Welcome back to Exes and Allies Unfiltered. I am your host, Marissa. It's me, Tyler. What are we going to talk about today, Tyler? <laughs> Self-worth. That's a good subject for our podcast. I think that there is a lot of overvalued and undervalued males and females. Like when it comes to relationships. And that was your <laughs> And I don't know. Like I've I've met dudes that definitely think that they're overvalued. So have I. And I've met their significant others that devalue themselves, undervalue themselves, and accept the bullshit. That's definitely the running dynamic that I see in a lot of people. And, like, that's the whole purpose. Because, like, last podcast, we talked about bare minimum stuff. Right, right. And it's just, like, what's your self-worth? You know? Like, you worth the bare minimum? You worth the bullshit? Because I know people that, and you're guilty of this as well, so are a lot of others, but taking back somebody who's did them dirty. Oh, yeah. I'm real guilty. <laughs> Throw me in jail. <laughs> that fucking cuntness comes out in every podcast, bro. <laughs> People are going to be like, I understand now. <laughs> you call me a cunt. I just call me Marissa. Deal with it. If you're going to be a bitch, find someone else to do a podcast <laughs> with. Uh, but I don't know. Going like, back to someone multiple times. Yeah, but I mean, I think cheating is the, I don't think it's the most common thing, but it's definitely there in a lot of relationships where somebody will go back to the cheater. Oh, yeah. And it's just like. It's more rare in, in my opinion and our society that we're currently in to know someone who got cheated on and didn't go back than to know someone who got cheated on and gave it another try. Yeah. I, I gotta agree to that. So, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts? Like, what are, what did you value yourself at like during and then after? Oh, I, I completely agree that it's, directly linked to self self-worth because yeah because you're accepting shit in my opinion of myself when i was going back and going back and going back i didn't see myself worth fucking anything now that i have distanced myself from a toxic ass man and toxic ass marriage I think I'm the shit, like, I won't accept any of that ever again, because that is crazy. Amongst other things, other than cheating, like, lack of caring about your emotions, lack of attention giving, lack of just overall care about the relationship entirely. Oh yeah, I've spent way too many years with someone, you. <laughs> Um, shout out me. 
shout out Tyler, who was a piece of shit, honestly. Like, didn't, keyword, like. Keyword, keyword was. I wasn't getting anything out of that relationship other than fucking being able to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm glad you brought that up. I think a lot of women. Not Tyler speaking for women, but go ahead. I think a lot of women, they get to be that stay-at-home mom and their significant other a lot of times devalues them because it's just like i'm the protector i'm the provider or they know they know that like i know for me i valued being a stay-at-home mom like it's such a privilege it was such a privilege to be able to stay at home with all three of my children until they went to school you know what i mean and at that point i didn't see any other way to to do that other than be with you and i mean i loved you that's not why i stayed with you or why i got back with you but it was definitely a fucking perk like and i think a lot of men realize that moms will cling on to that and hold it over like men will hold it over their head as in like a form of control in a way yeah oh yeah fuck yeah like i feel like that's what it is like they feel like they can just do whatever the fuck they want because like, essentially they control everything. Like, right. What are you going to do? I'm you giving you this life. Yeah. Like you should feel privileged. And so that's, be thankful, bitch. And that's where I think the man overvalues himself and the woman undervalues himself. Oh, fuck yeah. But, because imagine a man having... Okay. Good Lord. Imagine <laughs> a man having to do our... Good, good subject, huh? Everything... <laughs> that stay-at-home mom does on top of going to work so not only like if the like it should be switched i think in my opinion i think the man should be like i'm gaining so much from her being a stay-at-home mom like if i fuck this up i'm losing so much not only the love of my life that should be the love of your life but all the shit that she does because a stay-at-home a stay at home mom has like 1,300 fucking jobs piled into one. And you're just going to fucking work. I think, too, though, a lot of moms may undervalue the male in aspect when the, the, the husband or the boyfriend or whoever is providing and protecting and isn't giving them the attention that they need. I swear you throw out protecting like we're in a fucking war. Oh no, it's because that's the stigma. Like the stigma is the man has to be the protector and the provider. So this is just the stereotypes. Right, but how often is a man protecting? Shit, me, I feel like when no matter who i'm around shit even strangers like i feel like that i feel like if something pop off i gotta be ready stranger friend family kid you know what i was just thinking i was just talking to my dad about this whole protecting thing the other day because we were talking about um shooter situation no bitch let me talk jesus see 
we're talking about his old neighbor, you know, the one that I hated. Don't say his name. Oh, that they went into business with? Yes. Yeah. So we were talking about him, and I was like, oh, I just fucking hate him. And they're they're always like, why do you hate him? And I was I brought up the situation from when I was pregnant, and he called me a fat bitch, basically. And to me, to have a protective man would be a man who would protect me in that situation or stand up for me in that situation. So I kind of laugh when you say you're a protector because while I know if there was an intruder, you would protect us. But on an everyday life type kind of thing, you were very in the corner, not protecting fucking anybody. Well, it's because I knew you were able, like how people could see on this, you're able to talk your shit. And, like, so I just, when it came to, like, verbal stuff, unless it got out of hand. Right, but you portray yourself as this big, bad fucking man. It would have been nice. I don't mean to go so deep into our fucking past right now, but I just wanted to let you know. It would have been fucking nice if you stood up for me every now and then. Well, I think my issue is, is like if I know that you're a big shit talker and I've seen you talk shit and someone's talking shit to you and that you want to turn to me, it's just like, hey, fucking. So talk why your shit. fucking have a protector husband? I'd just rather marry a fucking bitch. Well, like this was uh, this was also a family friend, a family friend that I really didn't have no encounters with really. So you gotta know someone to talk shit to them. I mean, I gotta get a feel for it. That's me, so fucked, bro. You, me personally, do you hear what you're saying? Unless, unless it was a straight up stranger to you and me, but it wasn't a stranger to you. If it's a stranger, that's a different story. Because I I don't understand the dynamics of the relationship between everybody. Yes, you do. <laughs> you were part of our fucking family for. 35 years and everybody at that motherfucker talks shit <laughs> so to me it was just a normal thing okay i can see that i was pregnant i think i hold on to those pregnant emotions too so fine everybody at that thing talks shit i thought i talked i was out of pocket to your uncle that one time <laughs> married in yeah but uncle. you were on your way out so you were a little well no even the, you were a whole... little ballsy because you knew but, I'm not going to see these people ever again. But that whole subject. Politics? I, no. <laughs> it had to do with the COVID. Oh, so <laughs> politics? <laughs> that whole subject was pissing me off. And I was yeah, just yeah. like, I was just. Well, was what was the subject? Them. The fact that you were already cheating on me and you were on your way out. You didn't give a fuck. It might have been a mix of a lot. But yeah. But I always get pissed off at, the, at those subjects. Because I'm just like, man. Fuck, bro, just leave shit the fuck alone. Right, it's like, shut. you know you're around people who don't agree with you, just shut the fuck up. Like, be be civil. Why press it? Why press it? Why be that guy? <laughs> anyway. I forget where the fuck I was at. <laughs> you're fucking tangent. But, no, I feel like even the woman can devalue the man. 
You know, if if he's doing all oh, yeah. of that stuff. If he's worth a fuck, then I understand the, what'd you say? <laughs> What's the word? Devalue? Mm-hmm. If he's worth a fuck, I think there's a possibility of devalue Devalue. <laughs> Devaluing? Devaluing him. Because I feel like. But I think you get it mixed up. There's not a lot of women who have a man that does anything for them or plays their part and the woman doesn't see that. That's not, that doesn't happen often. I mean, it's a rare occasion. But I think most of the time it's the man devaluing the woman. But I've also known women to be the provider and accept the dude that just doesn't give a fuck and it's just like why do you devalue yourself that fucking much like if you could have somebody give you even half like more than half of what this motherfucker is giving you you know what i mean yeah like this dude ain't giving you shit like he might he might give you 10 percent a motherfucker might give you 50 and that okay going into that I think that's what happens in a lot of relationships when when cheating does happen is you showing that you don't have value in yourself and like this person does cheat and then you still take them back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we've talked about that. Like allowing like once you get once you cheat on someone and they take you back it's like free for all like i've already cheated on you you got back with me why wouldn't i do it again you're just gonna get back with me yeah and it's just i don't understand and that's why i asked you like i don't understand why people devalue themselves that much because you're pretty much allowing this person another chance to do it again. And I a lot of times they do do it again. I can tell you my experience. Is it just comfortability? No, because I was a very uncomfortable ass relationship. <laughs> Not one year was fucking comfortable. Me personally, I had three children. I felt less than because you made me feel less than in every aspect of our relationship. There wasn't an aspect in a relationship where I thought, I'm fucking killing it. I don't... Okay. With you saying that, like, even... Because we've talked about how I've supported you in any venture that you wanted to do. And even whenever you talk down on yourself, I would talk you up. Right, but you would also cheat on me that same day. You would also text bitches the same day. You would also sit on the sofa staring at your phone while I was preparing baths and fucking reading stories and putting kids to sleep and doing laundry and sweeping the fucking floor. And if I wasn't doing that, if I did sit down, you'd be like throwing a fit because everything's dirty. So as you did, kudos to you. Tell me I was beautiful. Tell me I could do anything I fucking wanted and you would support me you were also doing this laundry list of fucked up things to me so it doesn't it doesn't really I get you, I get you. count so I was obviously in a bad fucking place 
I was strictly a mom. Like I was only alive to be a fucking mom. So, so what were you? And to me, taking you back was better for my kids. And I think that's what a lot of, a lot of relationships tend to do. They try to work shit out for the sake of the kids. And it's just like, and I've told people this before, like, man, that's what your self-worth is. Like your self-worth is you taking somebody back for your kids and your kids will grow up and see you accept fucking shit. Yeah, it doesn't change until you start choosing yourself for sure. Like, and, and I tell people all the time, like, bro, I'd rather my kids see me single and happy or with somebody else and happy and them being a fucked up, unhealthy relationship and this person just accepting shit or me accepting shit from them because it's just like I'm putting a false narrative of what a relationship is supposed to be in their head and that's just gonna fuck them up with their future relationships I guess but you've never been in that position so you can't really speak on that position you've always been the cheater not the not the one doing everything right and still getting cheated on right no, yeah but no and like i said it's not just cheating like it, it there's more than just cheating to devalue somebody oh yeah everything i just fucking listed yeah and it's just i have been in that but the people that was involved were younger like so they're not gonna see that like ours a little older oh children yeah no, yeah. No, see, in in my headspace, I never thought about that that way. Like, the kids are seeing us in an unhappy relationship. When I finally decided to move the fuck on and get over it, I was like, fuck these kids. <laughs> I was like, I need to be happy. Like, I want them to have a happy mom. Fuck the, fuck the relationship side of this. Like, they can see me single. That's cool. I didn't know how I was going to be single because I never was single. But I was like. Bro, I know I know people that have kids and are in like some domestic shit. Like their kid witnesses them getting hit. And it's just like, that's what, like you want your son to treat their significant other that way. You want your daughter to accept that from their significant other one day. Like, that's the example that you're setting whenever you devalue yourself that fucking low. Yeah, but you are seeing this as a man. You're not seeing this from a woman's point of view. Why would a woman get a hit? It's like a mental fucking illness. Why would you want to kill yourself? True. You're seeing it as just fucking leave. That's the same equivalent to someone telling you, like, just go for a fucking walk and you'll feel better. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I fucking do. But if someone else told you that. But that's how you cope with your mental illnesses. You and, have your own and... strategic things. But if someone was like, well, just go bake a cake. You won't want to kill yourself then. Is the equivalent to someone saying, just fucking leave. And I think that... Like that was a that was a good what was it, example for me because 
it goes back to people will change when they want to change, but you gotta want it. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, I think getting out of those hard. What is it? Situations. Situations or fucking mindsets. God damn it! What am I looking for? (laughs) It's all (laughs) damn. Anyway, yeah, getting out of those situations. I lost it, bro. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I don't know. Now, let's go into forgiveness. Because I feel like forgiveness mm. forgiveness goes into self-worth. It's just like, I know people that will forgive a, a liar or a cheater or somebody that mistreats them. I don't believe in forgiveness. Let's start there. I agree. I mean, I think there is forgiving for yourself where you don't harbor no hate or resentment towards this person. I think that's not forgiveness, though. It's forgiveness for yourself, not for them. But that's still forgiving someone. That To me, forgiveness is saying, like, you did all this dumb shit, and now I'm going to forget about it. No, you forgive, you don't forget. And I know but what is forgive? What is the definition of forgive? Look it up. Hey, Siri. What's the definition of forgive? Forgive means stop feeling angry or resentful toward someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. Exactly. Okay, but for, I still feel all of that. Hate and resentment. Oh, if you still did, then we weren't we wouldn't be exes and allies. We wouldn't be able to do No, this I can feel all those things without letting it control how I treat you. Okay. You know what I mean? Like So then a part of you has forgiven. Not fully, but a part of you. Because I can tell you the other person that I did be- like wrong I don't think we'll ever be able to get to this stage. But forgiveness is definitely something that you do for yourself because it's like we said before, like why waste all that time and energy into hating somebody? Well, that's more what I feel like. I'm not wasting energy continuing to show my anger, but I still feel that shit. Like I still hate your guts. (laughs) And you still feel it because you don't forget. You don't forget what I did. Right. But you have forgiven enough to where we've been to, we have been able to get to this point. Yeah. Because we weren't always here. So how does that tie into self worth? I when it comes to relationship, it's just like if if somebody has cheated, if somebody has lied to you, if somebody has like neglected you, mistreated you in any sort of way, like. You can tell this person and be like, yo, I forgive you. You don't forget. But, like, do you stay in that relationship or not? Like, what is your self-worth at? Because I feel like if you stay in that relationship, you ain't valuing yourself at all. I'm confused. So you're saying (laughs) if you forgive them, your self-worth is low? Or if you forgive them, you have self better self-worth if you forgive them and then you stay in that relationship your self-worth is low because you're accepting shit in my opinion like so do you think 
like the shit okay some things might change like <gasps> the, the cheating may stop the 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 domestic may stop the neglect might you know stop like whatever it is that they're doing in that relationship the fucking verbal abuse the the arguing whatever it is it may stop and you forgive them you take them back whatever but you don't ever forget and i think when trust or something like that is fucked up the whole relationship in my opinion is compromised but you're devaluing yourself so much you're just gonna accept this shit so in your opinion you think no relationship can work after infidelity in my opinion it can work but it shows how you value yourself in my opinion because or maybe they just value their marriage or relationship because to most people i know to me marriage really meant something to me like i valued the fuck out of my marriage but if okay say <clears throat> like when we got back after the first time like was it not in the back of your head like is this motherfucker gonna cheat again oh yeah do you not think that it's gonna be like that in almost every fucking person's head in the back of their head like is he gonna hit me again is he gonna yell at me again is he gonna cheat is she gonna cheat like once but that would also be in future relationships because you because you cheated it will be hard for me to be in a new relationship and not feel those same things so should I just never be in a fucking relationship because I'm going to be thinking about that? Or should I value the relationship and try to build a trust that I don't have? Like I've said before, I think you need to take that time. Like, like the one individual that I was chopping it up with for a little bit, like that's what it was. Like, we had two rules, and that was just honest, be be honest, and with that, trust gets established, and I feel like if you can, if you can be honest from jump about fucking everything, not hold back shit, and that trust gets established... How are you going to hold past relationships? But again, you're speaking this, from your side. Hold on, but this isn't past individuals. This is a whole different individual. And if you take that time to establish. And that's easy for you to say. Hold on. If you take the time to establish. Yeah, interrupting me. If you take that time to establish the trust throughout honesty and that friendship and you get to know an individual truly get to know them then why compare past relationships to this because it ain't the same because you're getting something that you didn't have in the first one but again i will say this is your opinion from a man who did all the cheating and breaking trust not from someone who was cheated on and now doesn't trust because you have no reason not to trust bitches 
are to enter a relationship that you have no trust in because previous relationships, maybe other stuff, but trust is not one of them because you've always been the trust breaker in your previous persons. Oh yeah, I don't trust nobody. But why? Because you realize you can love someone and break trust because your actions or because of someone else's actions? Fifty-fifty. Mm, because I put myself in certain situations. Like, if I put myself in a relationship, if I put myself in a certain situation where my trust gets fucked, I mean, I gotta, I can blame them for so much, but I gotta blame myself, too. Because I put myself in that. That's just how I look at it. And my trust got fucked up in my youth to where I don't trust nobody. But... I mean, it was cool. It was cool with this one individual because it was just like that was the first time I felt like I was being able to trust somebody with some shit. And even my closest homies, like I, I, I don't trust like that. Like no disrespect to my homies, but there's just certain shit. Like he said, he don't fuck with none of y'all. I don't, man. My circle's small. I heard it. Like my circle is small. So, to be clear, you think someone like me, I'll generalize myself, a woman who has been cheated on and done dirty for a fucking decade, should get into their next relationship completely trustworthy, trustful, with full trust. And trust is established through honesty and vulnerability. And then when all that's established, so is loyalty. Loyalty then becomes established. So why do you still have trust issues with people? If you, your trust was broken in your youth, you're damn near 30. Are you asking me why I still have trust issues? Yeah, if that's something you... Because I've learned, I've learned to read people. I've learned to watch. Like I said in previous, I I watch, I listen. That's how I learn. And if I see you do some foul shit, like past relationships, I see him do some foul shit. Like I heard lies, I saw lies, and it's just like I can't fucks with you. Like, I how am I supposed to sit here and trust you? Like if you are, are able to lie over something so minuscule like what else would you lie about like if i'm like hey you know did you take five dollars out of my out of my wallet and they're like nah but like i watched you take that <laughs> shit out of my fucking wallet it's just like bro it's five dollars i don't give a fuck like little lies yeah to me if you're gonna lie about something little you're gonna lie about something big so no i just i just peep shit and if I peep it, hey, you know, I can't, I can't fuck with you. I really feel like we're not having the same conversation right now, but let's move on. So what is your self worth at right now? Like, how do you feel about yourself? I feel like I'm a God. Oh my God. I, I mean, I feel like I'm a God, man. I got to hold myself to that standard. No, I agree. 
and and I don't use that like as in I'm better than anybody else, but I use it kind of more in like a biblical sense. I think that we are all gods and goddesses in a way because we we kind of have the same capabilities in my opinion. We have that we have the capability to take life, we have the capability to make life, we got the ability to heal people through either conversation or medicine and we have the capabilities to forgive. We just don't forget. And it's just like if I you got to just value yourself as high as you possibly can. And like I tell my kids that too or our kids like bro should should your partner treat you like a king yeah should your partner treat you like a queen yeah and it's because you are and then i ask them are you supposed to treat them like a king or queen they say yeah because i feel like that's the way it should be like shit let me rub let me rub your feet you know while you rolling up a blunt and and then you come rub my back you know while we watch a movie like it should be it should be like that in my opinion yeah I agree. I agree with that because I think I'm the shit. I think I'm fucking amazing. But I had to work hard on myself to get to that place after being in a fucked up relationship. And I think we we had a lot of conversations after we ended about the self-worth. Yeah. And it's just like, man, you, you just got to hold yourself on that pedestal. Because if you can hold yourself on that pedestal and another person comes in and doesn't hold you at that same height, that'll let you know, like, this person ain't for me. Yes. I also, yes, I agree. Because I think once you value yourself so much, you won't entertain anything less. Anything less. Like, if you're not going to come in and worship me the way I worship myself... If you don't think the shit like you don't think I'm the shit like I think I'm the shit, what are we doing? And like for me, it's just I guess when it comes to like a future relationship, if there ever is one, it's just like I'm easy, man. I'm fucking easy. Just be just be one hundred with me. Not ninety nine. Cause it like I said, like even that 1% of lies will fuck up everything for me. Because I, I do just, I just got, I just got issues like that. Because like I said, if you're going to lie about something small, you're going to lie about something big later. And I ain't trying to see what that big lie later is. Oh, yeah. You know, but nah, I just, I hate seeing people devalue themselves so much either for finances or for kids and accept bare minimum, accept verbal abuse, physical abuse, cheating, especially when there's kids involved. You know, even if the shit stops later, like I said, it, it you don't forget. The relationship's fucked and everybody can see it because, like, if you take my... I hate, I hate to bring them up, but it's the only example I got. My mom's parents and their relationship, rest in peace, my grandfather. But 
like he was that way in his younger days and at the beginning of the marriage like he was just fucked off and she still stayed but you could see that unhappiness with him all the way up till he passed it wasn't till he passed she was all like shit i'm gonna be alone and i think that's another factor in self-worth like you got to be able to be alone you got to be able to love yourself because i feel like if you don't love yourself you're never going to hold yourself to that higher pedestal oh yeah for sure i agree i think that's why i'm on my single girl shit for a while that's why i keep saying like i'm not looking for anybody i don't want anybody like i'm gonna just do me until my self-love is 100 and then maybe. Yeah, because, I mean, me and my grandmother, we had a, man, shit, I was over there for hours, you know, just chopping up with her. And, you know, that's what she had told me. It was just, she realized now that she was going to be alone. Like, even though she got me, she got my mom, she got her kids and her sister, like, every morning and every night, she's going to sleep and waking up alone. And that's what scared her and i think that's what scares a lot of people is that thought of being alone oh yeah yeah i get that because that's kind of what i was saying in a previous podcast where you should put your partner before your kids i know it's so controversial but your grandmother does have kids and their kids, her kids, all have their own fucking lives. Let's go into that. Let's go into putting your partner above your kids. Okay. I mean, I think we already have, but sure. No. Not when it comes to self-worth. Again, that's that you staying in an abusive relationship, that you staying with a cheater, that you staying with... A physical abuser that's with you staying with bare minimum because you're putting your spouse before your kids and for me you think you shouldn't put your spouse before your kids in a healthy relationship oh if it's a healthy relationship I'm talking about like a fucked up a one fucked up one yeah i think if, it, if it's fucked up like that's a whole different scenario like yeah if you're you gotta with... you gotta think about okay what is my self-worth and what type of example am i setting for my children yeah in you... a fucked up one now if it's healthy if it's a healthy relationship, yeah, fuck it. Put the put your significant other. I say equal, maybe <laughs> slight, maybe slightly above, because you want to set that good example for your kids. You want them to see what a healthy relationship is like, right? And but you're disagreeing with putting your partner first. Which, it totally makes sense to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're going to grow with this person. Children are going to grow up and move out. But I think it just needs to be well-balanced. And that's why I say... No, I'm not saying fuck the kids. I think love your kids with all your fucking heart. Raise them to be good people and see a good relationship. But your kids, hopefully are going to grow up and have their own family. That's the whole point of fucking life, isn't it? Yeah. You raise your children to go out into this big, scary world and be happy and be adults 
well, I think every scenario when it comes to that I might be different because if you have a child that has a mental or physical disability good lord janice you just took it to a whole different level well, that nobody's saying. talking about well no i'm just saying because if, if somebody has a child like that you know fucking tattoo artist you know like that kid that kid is gonna be coming first on before the spouse on some shit because their need they that's definitely not what the fuck i'm talking about well, i'm just saying like i'm gonna dig deep at this like we, if we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about oh I, that's what i'm saying you gotta every scenario and situation is gonna be different but i think just finding a good balance okay <clears throat> so i don't know I think I think people just really need to sit down and I guess write down what they think they deserve out of their partner, what they deserve out of themselves, and then see if that shit's being met. And or and if there's kids, write down what type of example they're setting for their kids and or want for their kids and take a take a long look at that shit and be like is this what I really fucking want? I don't think someone needs a list to let them know if they want to be with someone or not. Like, you know, you know, deep down, I think. No, nah, a lot of people struggle because they don't know or think about their self-worth. They don't think about the example that they're setting for their kids. And I'm I... sure everyone thinks about that. I thought about that our whole fucking marriage. But you still stayed. You still took me back. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Write that shit down and look at it. I think it would be better to write down the kind of life you envision having. But with that, you gotta see, you gotta see like that life that I envision happening. Or want is this person gonna help me get Just there? Just leave the fucking person. If you're questioning it, leave. There's no reason. There's no reason to sit down and make a fucking list. If you have a fucking inkling in your heart that you need to leave, fucking leave. Because all I, I did think, I was think, pros I, and cons and list and fucking should I, I shouldn't know I. This. Of course you didn't. You were fucking other bitches. But no, I think I think that's good. Like if you're questioning the relationship that you're in. Yeah, you question it for a reason. And I think it's different when it comes to women. Because women have this thing called intuition that <laughs> men don't have. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, their intuition is right. Because I've been told, like, my intuition's telling me this. And I'm just like. You're right, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm just like. It's just like, my intuition's telling me that you were, you know, with another girl last night. And I was just like, bro, I was—I literally never fucking left the house. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, your intuition's fucking stupid. Like, we got cameras. Roll the film back. You can see I've been here for fucking three days. I ain't left. Roll it back. But no, it's just, I don't know, that, that gut feeling that women have that men typically don't have. It's also so easy for us. To look back on it and say, just fucking leave. <laughs> like, 
like in the moment it's hard and people like we're doing right now make it seem fucking easy like just leave oh yeah no it's not a it's never an easy decision that's that's definitely like leaving and not going back I think is the hardest decision but when you can figure out your self-worth and love yourself alone and hold yourself to that high pedestal you'll be like fuck it was all worth it why would you say pedestal like that nah this is real shit you gotta you gotta hold yourself high you gotta love yourself but yeah leaving and not going back i think is the hardest thing because people do it all the time yeah and it's just like don't don't go back fucking leave get the fuck out don't go back don't go back because the outcome on the other side the the love that you will find for yourself is much better than you would ever get in that relationship and the hopefulness i think that's i'm coming into my hopefulness stage right now like before i want to say like the last month i was just content i found myself content with the fact that i'm probably gonna be single for fucking ever because i'm scared to bring my kids around new people i'm scared to bring a man around my kids that isn't gonna love them like his own kids but these past couple weeks i'm falling into my hopefulness stage like i see that happening fuck in my real life like i said last podcast like my step parents that love me like their own fucking kids and just that feeling i would not trade that feeling for the world right now like from what i was feeling in our shitty ass marriage this part of my life is already so much fucking better and there's so much more to come yeah uh man and talking about like new relationships or like future relationships like for me like i've never been one to go off of looks like oh man you know she got bad body or whatever like i think i did back whenever i was younger but as i've gotten older to me it's about vibes like i said like you would have you would have give me fucking ask me how i'm feeling but it, it ain't that easy because if if you walk into the room and i can feel your energy and your energy's fucking negative and you're just like how you feeling or like i can sense that shit <laughs> how you feeling bitch <laughs> yeah and like i can sense your energy and i and your vibe and i ain't feeling it like i ain't gonna or, fuck with you like you're acting like a dick how are you feeling <laughs> nah, how are you feeling because you're being a bitch right now i just i just go out the energy man like if if she can walk in a room and she brighten that bitch up just with her presence and you can feel that like i'm gonna fuck with you you're so easy to catch nah man we won't dig deep into that i won't put your personal business out on a podcast but 
a later conversation. Mm. I've had brief interactions with one person that was like was like that. Like where they could walk into a room and just brighten that bitch up with their presence. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was just like like that person seems like a cool person. Like like there I don't know, there's different things like yeah, this this person draws attention to themselves because of these reasons. But then it's just like this person just had attention drawn to them just being them. So you're working on not being a whore. Oh, yeah. I love that for you. That's what I've been working on. Like I said, shit, I fucking, I was being 100 with with somebody. And I was just being honest about everything. I was being vulnerable, I guess you could say. Ugh. Yeah. And it it felt good. It felt good. I don't think I'm there yet. (laughs) I don't think I could be vulnerable with a rando. A random person I don't fucking know is what I mean. Now, I got a question for you. Say you are talking to somebody. And they're like, hey, I I need a break. And... It's either like focus on the career, focus on family, or focus on another relationship that they ain't out of. And they're like, I just need a break. Like, what is your self worth on that? Like, if they come back or not into your life trying to talk to you? Like, if they're like, I need time, and then later on they're like, hey, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. Ever, ever had that happen? No. I've had that shit happen. So what would you do if they came back? You want me to answer or you answer? I want you to answer. Um, I would block their number the second <laughs> they said they wanted a fucking break. Because like oh. I said, I think I'm the shit. And if... You don't know if I'm, like, if you're questioning me. Or maybe it's just not about me at all. Maybe it's your life. That's fine. But I'm not in a place where I'm going to accept that energy. And be like a revolving door in a way. Just come yeah, and no, go. Fuck that. Why did I leave a marriage? Why did I decide not to go back to someone who was a revolving door of women and didn't put me first? Just so I could accept that type of energy on a lesser level. But what if they, what if that person doesn't value themselves? I don't want to be with someone that doesn't value themselves. But what if they come back and they value themselves higher? It's too fucking late. I don't care about you anymore. Because like (laughs) I said, the moment you said you needed a break from me, your number was blocked. I don't know who you are. You're dead. R.I.P. Do you want to tell about the tombstones? (laughs) um okay like i said when you step wrong you step sideways you're dead to me so people that i have talked to that step sideways are now in my phone under tombstones the little emoji tombstones so i know and you've said why don't you just block them or delete them or or delete their name or whatever i don't know 
I just get some sick fucking joy to see a tombstone, someone from the dead, someone rise from the dead to text me again. And I get satisfaction knowing like, I'm not going to text this person because it's, it shows me self, my self-worth. Yeah. It proves to me like you fucked up. You're now dead to me. You're in the grave. You're in the graveyard of my phone. So when you do text me, I'm not going to respond to you. Because one, I don't know which one you are. Which motherfucker's rising from the dead right now saying, hey, what's up? And two, like, it's satisfactory to me that I'm at a place in my life where I can look at that and say, I don't fucking care who you are or what you want. You've proven to me that you are not worthy of my time. Therefore, I'm just not going to reply. I'm going to look at my phone and laugh. And I'll text my friends and be like, someone just rose from the fucking grave. Don't know who. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just on that level of step sideways. You're getting put in the graveyard. What about you? How would you handle that? Man, that's a... That's a difficult one because I've had it happen. It's not that difficult, though. You make it difficult. I've had that. Well, okay. I've had it happen. And I, like, years ago, I'd entertain it. Like, I would entertain that person. But. Now it's just like even those same people fucking will go a long time without no communication and just boom, pop back up, rise from the dead, like you said. And it's just like where I'm at right now, like I ain't entertaining your shit, bro. Like that's for the birds. Now, when I don't know. Because they're, I think it just depends for me. You just gotta, if you're lost, and like if you are lost to me, like to me, it looks like you don't fucking know what you're doing. You're just, you just trying to figure shit out. Like, I don't know. I guess it depends on the circumstances, whether or not I hold that against somebody. Like a part of me wants to be like, not like part of me wants to be like you, but then another part of me is just like, it. I don't know. It just all depends. You're trying to be understanding. You're trying to be a good person, whereas I'm like, no. Yeah. If you don't fuck with me now, you don't fuck with me at all. Period. But. I don't know. I haven't been put in that situation where someone that I truly fucked with dipped and came back. Like, I've had people I fucked with, not like truly fucked with, but like I've had people I fucked with come and go. And then I finally cut the water off to that. Like, I ain't entertaining that. Because. You're saying you just have low self worth. (laughs) No. Because, like I said, I, I cut the water out. And I, I, ain't, I ain't never had nobody I truly fucked with like that. That left and then wanted to come back. 
Like they if like they left. <laughs> they they came back and it's just like I don't know I don't know what I would do in that situation if they did. You either don't fuck with them or you let them think you were sitting around waiting for them to text back. Now I understand. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I <laughs> I get if someone isn't in the place to fuck with me and that's cool. Go live your life. Go go on your own journey. But me, myself, and I am not accepting that type of behavior. <laughs> like, fuck with me or don't. I think that I would be, like, if that did happen, I think I would try to be understanding. And then let's see what the fuck happens. Because may get invested or may not, you know. I just got to get a feel for the situation. But in this scenario, are you putting your life on hold? Like, are you just not talking to other people, waiting for that person to see what that person's going to do? Or are you going to entertain people who do actually want to fuck with you right now? Someone you, Someone who's not making you wait to give you their full attention. You're I, speechless? <laughs> I ain't entertaining nothing, man, other than fucking money. Like So you're waiting. I'm not even waiting. I'm just fuck I'm living. Like Man. You're not answering my question. I'm not okay, I'm not putting shit on hold, but I'm also not entertaining nothing. I'm not saying you're looking to entertain people. But if someone was like, I'm not fucking with you now, but maybe later when I get my shit together, if someone told you that, that you were fucking with, are you counting on that person to come back? Or if you start fucking with someone else, would you start fucking with someone else? Is my question. Are you just in your mind waiting for this person to come back? I think in my mind, I'm just, again, I'm focused on my bag. Oh, my God. Like, it's that, it's like that with me. It's like that with me. Like, I've said it before, like, I, I ain't trying to be with nobody. That doesn't mean someone won't come. You're not fucking listening. I'm cranking a Heisman on that hoe. Uh, stiff arm. So you're like, waiting for the person that's putting you on hold. No. Because even if even if I was put on hold. So even if she came back and was like, okay, I'm ready. Let's be serious. You're going to be like, no, I'm about my bag. No, I, like I said, I would have to get a feel for it. So, you're, situation. so you're saying you would be put on hold. Self-worth. Man. This whole episode is about self-worth and you're showing you don't have much. Bro. Right about it. I'll, fucking, <laughs> I'll sit here thinking like, you mind fucking me with this one. Um, I don't know. I guess it would depend on a person's vibe and energy. Like, if yo. you're gonna wait, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's no. okay to be put on hold if that's your vibe. Like, well, no, I don't. If you want to be with that person, wait for her. I don't wait for nobody. 
Time don't wait for me. Like you think you think a death come knocking? Like it's gonna be like, hey, we'll wait a couple more years. Hell no. Nah. Right, right. Time, but you're saying, time waits for nobody. You're not like me where you would just completely cut it off. You're just seeing what happens. Yeah. I guess that's me being a water sign. I just go with the flow of shit. But yeah, like if if somebody with good vibe and energy came around, I mean you wouldn't be like, well, this other bitch has me on hold right now, so nah. I don't know. You would well, just entertain. Wow, you really don't fucking know. <laughs> You're the one who brought this subject up. I asked you a question. I, didn't, I wasn't prepared for my shit. Like, <sighs> If I if I was placed on hold and like I fucked with this person, I don't know. Low self worth. You really don't know if someone was like, "I can't fuck with you right now, but give me some time, like it months, depends, years." It, it depends on you're it, gonna be like, "Okay, I'll be waiting. Let me know when you're ready for me." Nah, man, I don't know. I just... I, See, now I'd be pissed off. Well, it's like you said, I'm an understanding person. Because even, even those people that have gone fucking years and then just came back into my life, like, I entertained that shit before, and it's just like, I'm at that point now where I ain't entertaining this shit. So, I don't know. I think it all just it for me it would depend on the person, what type of relationship we had before, and me being understanding of whatever the situation they had going on. If I was put on hold, you could say you could say low self worth or whatever, but nah, I'm still, I'm still doing me at the end of the day. Are you though? Yeah. Because it seems like you're on hold. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm on hold. Me personally, like if I was in the situation. I'm not I, talking about now. Like yeah, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm on hold. I don't know. I'm a very forgiving individual. Because it's easy for you just to backtrack. Nah, even those that shit. Did me, did me dirty. Like, hey, I forgive you. I harbor no hate or resentment towards you. But like, if I fuck, if I, I won't fuck with you, that's just how I move. Like, hey, you show me your true colors, you can exit my life, man. Like, that's just how I operate. Like, I'm gonna forgive you, but you ain't gonna be a part of my shit no more. But I don't know if I was placed on hold. Me just being me, fucking forgiving and understanding, I would just have to get a feel for the situation. Because those other, like, the the people that have left and came back, since my eyes have been open to some shit, and a couple of them were, were pretty fucking recent, it was just like, 
I see what it is. I understand what it is. Like, I'm not, I'm not playing into your shit. Right. Like you, you want to talk? I mean, we can talk, but it ain't gonna be how it was before. Like, you, you've came in and left too many times. Like, don't be mad if I ain't giving you the attention that you want. The attention that you came seeking. Right, right, right. I don't know. I guess. I guess when it comes to self-worth and that aspect. I don't know. My ex told me that. I let people walk all, all over me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you, you forgive too easily. And I'm just like. Man, it's just me just fucking being a decent person, I guess. I don't fucking know. I think it's the opposite. I think it comes from you being a shitty person. Oh, and yeah, now yeah, that yeah. you're trying to change yourself. Well, like, even all the good shit that, you, that we talked about in previous podcasts, like, that you and the kids have seen me do, like, with just strangers, like, helping them, that stems from all the bad shit I did to strangers as a as a delinquent you know i feel like i gotta continue you're trying to overcorrect. yeah because you were such a shitty person and i do that with everything like if i if i ever fucked up so you're going from walking all over to people walking all over people to letting people walk all over you i think it depends on circumstances here we fucking go (laughs) yo yo I'm very analytical. I break. It's either I break it you all let down. people walk all over you, or you don't. It's very black and fucking white. I you think. make everything all kinds of shades of gray. There's a lot of gray area for you. Because not everything is black and white. Everything is black and white. It's real fucking simple. No. Not, yeah. Everything is not simple. Everything is not black and white. Everything in this fucking world is complicated. Because you make it complicated. No. Either someone fucks with you or they don't fuck with you. They treat you good or they treat you bad. But if somebody never did no wrong to you and just needed a second, like... Like, why'd you start talking to me in the first place? That's doing me wrong. You're luring me in to start flirting with me and talking to me and giving me the idea that there's something here just so in a couple weeks you could be like actually i'm not ready so why the fuck did you text me in the first place why did you hit me up in the first place why did you entertain this in the first place i see that as a very black and white type of thing (sighs) it'd be different if they were like yo like i'm not looking for anything i'm just looking for friendship that's it then there's no need to say, I need to step back. I need to take some time. Because no, if I you're disagree. saying you need to take some time from a friendship, for what? Then why? Because sometimes, in my opinions, in my opinion, friendships can be a lot. I mean, and you've said that. Like, with the friendships that you have, like, they have their own life. They have shit going on. And sometimes maintaining that friendship can be a lot. But we're not talking about friendships. Are we? 
I mean, we're just talking about communication with somebody. Like, I no, think... bitch, we're not. We're talking about someone you're entertaining, someone you're fucking with, someone you have relationship feelings for, saying they need a break and they need to step back. That's what we're talking about. And in that case, that's why I say why why entertain then, it in the then, first place if you're not ready to talk relationship then i think yeah okay i think that if feelings relationships talks of being together and shit like that or like fucking i think if all that was done and then that person's like, yo, I need a break. Yeah, I, I cut that water off. But I think if it's just somebody going through some shit and it is just a friendship and they just want to step back, like, yeah, fuck it, take a step back. That's literally not what we're talking about, though. You're validating what you're saying this whole podcast by saying oh if we're just friends no, that's not what the fuck we're talking about no but I just answered your question though what what was my question if, if there if there were if there were talks about feelings if there were talks about our future relationship so you're changing plan, your whole answer from this whole podcast we just did <laughs> no no from it depends on the vibes it depends on the situation it depends it depends to no, you're cutting the water off. Well, we had to sit here and talk about it and actually break that shit down. It was your question. Yeah, but you asked me, and I, like I said, I'm very complex. I'm very analytical. I will break a question down into bits and pieces. You're an overthinker. I am overthinking. That's what keeps me safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Sometimes. what keeps you in gray areas. I guess, but... No, yeah, I think that definitely if there was talks about relationships, talks about feelings, because I've because going off past experiences with with females, like if that was ever discussed or talked about and then they just need a break. Yeah, I'm gonna cut the water off because I've done I've done did that revolving door before. I literally thought that was the topic this whole fucking time. And it was. I'm sorry, podcast listeners. No, I feel like it, I feel like they need to get it broke down too, because. I think you're out processing everything right now, and now you're switching your answer. No, I'm breaking the shit down, because even even my homies, when if we go into friendship, like, fuck, man, we've gone years without talking which that's a whole different episode that's not what we're talking about but a friendship's a relationship granted you ain't talking about fucking our feelings <laughs> or being together i mean you well, might that's a no fucking brainer if your friend just goes off the fucking deep end and you don't talk for a while if you're real friends you're gonna pick up like nothing fucking happened because that's just real life shit so yeah, I guess I was breaking it all down, but I don't know too. Like I've had, 
I've had those stages where it's been flirtation and then we stop talking and then they pop back up and like I may entertain it but I think when you get to talking about like feelings and y'all are fucking or talking about being together when it's more than just like hey you looking good today or something like that I think then that's when I cut the water off because you get you got on a deeper level I think if you entered the chat with the intention of flirting with me and we flirt for a couple weeks and we entertain each other for a couple weeks even if it's just fucking texting or hanging out no deep relationship shit if you came into the chat room expecting relationship vibes flirting texting you're cute what are you doing how was your day and then two weeks later you're like actually i need a break from this you're done graveyard there's no fucking gray area for me and i think it's weird that there's a gray area for you because that's odd like you came to me or i came to you and you entertained it why'd you entertain it in the first fucking place if you're in a bad spot to talk relationship wise like i said it would be different if they were like let's just be friends like i'm not looking for anything serious disclaim that start with that don't jump in flirting and asking me how my day is and how i'm doing every day or doing cute relationship shit and then two weeks later say actually i need a fucking break fuck you well no then here goes my my secondary question what if that is established then there's no fucking issue hold on, hold on. what if, but what if that's established what if it is like yo friendship only but they do ask you how you're doing every day or they do flirt with you that's not fucking friendship is it either way you're to the fucking graveyard because you told me you wanted friendship but you're gonna continue to flirt with me tell me i look good ask me how my day was that's not friendship that's someone looking for something more either just fucking or a relationship but there ain't no fucking way i'm speaking to a man who's supposed to just be my homie and they're asking me how my day is every day. And I'm talking to them for fucking hours. I don't know. You had a homie that flirted with you quite often for years. Who? Oh, man. He used to stay the night. Huh? He used to stay the night. Where? At the country. When we was out there. Your homie? My homie. He was your homie before mine. He was my homie in high school. And then we didn't talk until you became best friends with him. And the fucking... We became best friends at that street fight. He was like, I fuck with this guy. I think that was the day that me and him, like, first met. You threw me for a loop. I don't even know what I was saying. But, and we didn't talk to each other. 
Hmm. That wasn't my homie. That was your homie. But you, y'all had a friendship before me and him had a friendship. Then y'all shit dropped off. Me and him continued. And then. Every time you left me, he would hit on me. Yeah. What the fuck's that got to do with anything? I mean, why would, why did you allow that? Why did I allow what? Was he a friend or was he just something you was entertaining? Who said I was entertaining? Oh, did, you, Because you allowed it. Allowed what? Someone to hit on me? Yeah. I don't know if you realize this, but women actually can't control that. The, the snaps, the texts, the messages, like you can block that shit. I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, you have brought up the whole friends don't flirt part. I was just, oh, hey, a homie did. That's not the same, though. <laughs> That's what I hate about you. It's not the same. Say but that if, again. You hate that about women. Yeah, it's not the same when my guy friend flirts with me versus it's your not... girlfriend flirting with you. <laughs> Break this down so everyone understands clearly. A man that was cheating on me. Not at that time. M- yes. Okay. Maybe you cheated on me that. our whole fucking marriage. What do you mean not okay. at that time? Maybe through text me. Bitch, what the fuck? Restart. Restart. A man that was cheating on me through my whole marriage. His best friend hits me up every time he leaves me. Well, you said you you said there is even interactions before that. Oh, when you were drunk all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't entertain that. But why wouldn't I? That was fucking everything. That was just exactly what I needed. The attention that I wasn't giving at the time. No, just the fact that your best friend wants to <laughs> fuck the girl you're cheating on. The the woman you're you're playing your best friend wants to fuck. If I didn't I would not be doing my womanly duty to entertain and get those screenshots if I blocked him. Because to me at the time, now I see it 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 lessens the value of myself. But at the time while my husband is out cheating on me. It made you feel good. No, it made me happy that when you fucked up again, I would share those screenshots. Or I would be able to show you, like, your best friend wants to fuck me. Because you're, you're acting like nobody's ever going to fucking want me. And nobody is going to ever want to fuck me. Because back in those days... You were saying really ugly things. Yeah, I think it was so. Last... To me, that was just ammunition. So why mm. wouldn't I entertain that? Yeah, I guess it wasn't until later on because I remember the first split. Like, I encouraged you to go out. I encouraged you to entertain. Oh yeah, you always did in every split we had. And I think that was because I I knew that I was giving you shit, you was accepting it, and it wasn't going to change. Like, I wanted you to to find 
somebody that could give you what I wasn't going to. You're making it seem real sweet, but in the moment... Yeah, it's fucked up. In the moment, a week after being left for another bitch, and you're like, oh yeah, go on dates, go out. Like, bitch, I just got left. My husband just left me. And you're telling me to go out on fucking dates? Like, as if I didn't already feel like I was worthless to you, now you're telling me to go out on dates? So where you might have thought that was beneficial, trying to help me, it just pushed me down further. So don't do that to the next girl you cheat on. Nah, I ain't cheating. I don't even really want the next girl. Anyway, I think we should end this now. <laughs> Unless they put Harriet Tubman on the Benj- uh, on the hundred dollar bill instead of Benjamin. Mm-hmm. That'll be my next girl. You're so annoying. I marry, I marry her every day. I hate you. Alright, y'all. Know yourself worse. Forget the fuck out. Um, summary. I love myself. Tyler doesn't. I love myself. <laughs> I just... I'm just too goddamn understanding when it comes to some shit, man. But, but for real. Figure out self-worth. Man and woman-wise. Yeah. I want to talk about Zodiac signs the next podcast. Mm. Witchcraft. Like, (laughs) I'm going to research, what is it, compatibility. Mm. And if you believe in it, and we'll read our compatibility and maybe one of our exes' compatibility. I'm down to entertain the witchcraft. It's not witchcraft. It's witchcraft. But, hold on. Is that same subject we can talk about if opposites attract because I think that a lot of people tend to think that like opposites attract but to me it depends on where you're opposite at because like for me I'm an introvert like I can I can be very sociable it just takes an extrovert to bring that out of me yeah and so for me, it's just like if if I find another introvert, like fuck, we just we gonna, we gonna <laughs> just be ain't doing shit. We gonna be like Patrick Star under that rock. <laughs> I need I need an extrovert to help bring me all out. Right, all right, next all right. podcast. Yeah. Figure out your self worth again. Fuck. Till next time. Deuces. Later.